Hello, Mother Funkers. Shirley, so good to see you again. It's been a while. We've had we've had respite. We've had a hiatus. We've had a break from one another. Yeah. Sadly, we've been on the phone daily. I know. I know. (laughs) If you're talking about forty five minute break, yeah, sure, 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 Um, sure. But you know, we left them with our labour. We did leave them with our labour. Yeah. Man, we I think we've lost a few along the way. We Hopefully may have lost gained a few. A few. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Gruesome stuff, eh? Um, how was your uh, Christmas? How was your Christmas? Be more specific. Um, okay. Did you enjoy your day? Yes, I enjoyed my day. How did you spend it? I spent it not worrying about very much, which was nice. What was nice is my son enjoyed it. You know, my son was more aware of things and... Uh, thinking about as opposed to last year where he was very much um you know unaware he was he was he was engaged this year which was nice he was engaged um and we ate beef yes of course we had a bit of turkey to keep me unwilling willing happy but we had beef in fact I've had so much red meat I've really put myself off it every day I can't you know we're just eating like Tudors here I just can't how about yourself I imagine we're eating like Romans so basically it's like a vomitorium I mean, on one night, I can't remember which night it was, the winning partner was sick in her mouth. And then I was actually cooking it that evening. So I think it, I was cooking... Uh, well, you opened the kitchen, shut oh, up. Oh, it was my turn. And I was cooking um, uh, the the big languacine, the big giant prawns, and um, with their shells on. There were so many. She looked at them when she was sick in her mouth, came back down, and just finished Devoured the them all. Devoured yeah. them all. Um, people couldn't believe because her brother had seen how many, she said, how many people have you got coming to yours? We get just the twain. And yeah, but she's a trooper and so is our son. He, he, I think he um, was sick in his mouth at one stage because we just kept on feeding him with so much meat, so much stuffing, so much potato. He loved it. But yeah, so and how was, yeah, that's great. How was your sort of, um, you know, Christmas dinner on a plate? My Christmas dinner on a plate. Okay. So the purpose of Christmas dinner on a plate was that the willing partner wouldn't be in the kitchen. Sure. But she got panicked when it arrived because she thought it was so, because, you know, it's one of those fussy restaurants that it's all very dainty and delicate. She took one look at it and goes, this will not do. And so then started roasting off a tray of parsnips, potatoes and whatnot, making X, Y and Z. And she may as well have just stuck in, she said, I may as well have just stuck in a piece of meat. It was the most tender piece of turkey I have ever tasted. And I was, only a sort of a labia. But sort of a, la- a labia. You're right. Yeah. Just the inner. Mm. So a waste of money, really, and, and time. I think that it was extremely... I think it was really, really expensive for what it was. Yeah, I can um, imagine. The starter I... was just devoured by our son. And I just The stuff he's eating is actually... He's going to end up hospitalised if he continues this way. Um, it's not a good time for that, Shirley. It's not a good time for that. <laughs> it's a terrible time. It's a terrible um, time to be hospitalised. Yeah, so, so the, the food was good. The food... Good. The, actually, and the food around the Christmas period was good. The ham. Why do we only wheel that out once a year? I mean, you may... Because it's out. really salty and it goes straight to your gunt. That's why. Okay. It's really, really salty. But it's a really lovely, lovely piece of meat, isn't it? That I, I, again, I had a couple of mouthfuls and I felt a bit sick. Just loved it. Just ate it for three days straight with, you know various um, potatoes done various ways very nice now your gifts did you get any what what, what was your favorite gift my favorite gift was from my mother who bought me the same pair of socks third year running and it's the pair of socks I actually bought myself originally so I think what she must have done is looked at my socks knew where they were from and then went to the shop in the January sale and bought three pairs so this is the third year that she's bought me the same pair of socks which I'm sure you'll recognize they're very thick they're from anthropology 
Okay. They're sort of three shades of olive. They're really, really lovely, but they're just like a walking sock. Um, so that made me laugh. But that's so that great. Was a good gift. You know that's what? She gift. gets my willing partner really good gifts. Okay. You know, miss. Maybe our miss. listeners aren't, aren't aware, but you know, um, Shelley's mother is known for her gift giving because it's Eccentric just hilarious. It's, 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 it's just hilarious. I've received sort of um, size six thongs you know, in baby pink, completely, I can't wear them. I've received two left socks before, different sizes. You know, um, it's just... My brother got, gets one glove. Um, my son got um, a pack of hangers from Ikea. So it's just, this is the sort of thing we're talking about. It's funny shit like that. So actually when I, I said, wow, that's a really good... She goes, um, um, Haiti always gets me good presents. What was the gift? It was a book, um, but a really good book that um, she actually wanted to read. Do we get a name or nothing? Stay, stay there, Paula. It's a good book that she wanted to read. Okay, it's... I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, the, let me um, have a look. The, the topic... Okay, you read that. Hmm. The top... Topeka? The Topeka, Topeka or the Topeka. The Topeka Topeka School by, by Ben, ben Lerner. Lerner. And, and actually, goes, I have seen that in the shops. She said, oh, I really want that one. That's a really good one. Oh, I'm and, so pleased. Um, she got something else. Gosh, why can't I remember? And I go, well, gosh, you've done well. And I got some Ikea from your mother. I got some Ikea sort of, uh, you know, those plastic things that you wrap around the end of a cucumber to keep it fresh. Fresh. <laughs> and an eye mask, <laughs> which she buys me every single year. She really does buy you and an you eye mask And you know, I don't wear them anymore. Year. Do you not? No, since I lost the hearing in my You're ear. You're not puffy anymore. I can't, I can't take away all my senses at once. You can't take away all your senses at once. No, so, because I can't hear, I oh, now I want to see. You also need to see, yeah. Yeah, so if, if I could hear, I, I don't mind being blinded, but I'm certainly not going to bed without okay. hearing or sight. I'll it's text terrifying. her. Don't and just text say, her. listen, stop. No, I'll say stop sending. Since, since the wife's lost her hearing on one side, she definitely needs her sight. She, she needs that South London light seeping through. Please, please, please. No, no, no. It's important that she gets I've it right. I've got so you know. many, though. I almost want to do curate an exhibition in time, you know, just say these are all the eye masks I've ever received. Because I used to be passionate about the eye mask, didn't I? I know. Oh, absolutely. You spoke of nothing else. Yeah, cashmere eye masks. Um, what's your, what was your... Oh, I haven't told you what my fabulous gifts were. That I really... The ones I'm just like... Oh, I'm really pleased about that. Go on, then. Basketball. Great. So I go shoot some hoops with with my boy, and I and I get a lot of hoops in. That's great. <laughs> it takes up a lot of space in the house, but hey ho. And um, I, I've spoken about it before, but a, a silk um, cap that keeps my um, hair from sort of um, getting frizzy or um, falling breaking. out. Falling out, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, it it it's sort of um, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a bit of a passion killer, according to the uh, winning partner. She says I look like a gone to seed um, fortune teller. It's quite Larry colours. It's not a good look. You look like, do you remember Nora Batty? It's that look. But with really bright sort of greens and blues and pinks. Silk. I, I wouldn't say you'd say a, a gone to seed fortune teller. I'd say a gone to seed Hollywood star. Oh, thanks, Shells. Yeah. I'll take that. Thanks. Yeah. That's great. And um, Was got, that something you bought yourself or was that a gift from someone else? It was a gift from the winning partner. I yeah, mentioned, nice. I did write I was about to say, I'm sure you asked her. I did. I put in a, a late request. No surprises, please. I've got lots of surprises, but that I actually just really wanted and I couldn't bear to pay for it myself. I don't know why I just couldn't be asked. So ask why for pay for, for it yourself when someone else can pay for it? Do you know what I mean, Shells? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? 
oh my passion for panettone though i just thought i'm not gonna have that no 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 this year and then i'm just tuck i'm sat i'm just expanding on the sofa tucking into my third panettone and i also thought i don't like you know those batchy chocolate gifts that you know no i'm just stuffing it down so no my sweet tooth is really actually a bit of a what it's uh, yeah it's quite concerning to be honest and i hope you don't lose it again that sweet tooth no, has, I, has disappeared oh, no. once before. I've definitely lost it. But um, in terms of my sweet tooth, I thought it went forever. You, um, you, you know something, sorry, just because we can't just bang on about Christmas the whole time, but something really nice that someone did. So Phil Jupiter's, what we know and love, he made... What we call the Jupes. What we call the Jupes. He made a... Two L's, Phil. Two L's. He made yeah. a Christmas playlist called 60 Track Massive Denial Playlist. I saw and i downloaded it and we listened to it through christmas and actually sent it to a few people such a he spent six hours doing it and because he's he's a a muso yeah he he is just like the the sort of eclectic mix of um christmas tunes and christmas tunes i've never heard and it's sort of you know because after a while as much as i love mariah carey's all i want for christmas you know this there's only so many times you can listen to any of those tunes that I, i love so much especially when they start playing it in bloody october anyway i mean you had you know from see do you say sia is the, the yeah, singer Ho Ho Ho, which I absolutely love. That was on it. Tom Waits's Christmas card from a hooker in M- Minneapolis. Who would have thought? And I saw Daddy kissing Santa Claus by RuPaul. Just to mention a few. It's such oh, wow. a wild mix. So look it up. It's on Spotify. And go to Phil Jupiter's um, playlists. And it's sixty track massive denial playlist. Brilliant. Very good to know, Shirley. I watched a very interesting documentary on Sky. It was a five-parter about the Comedy Store in LA. It was obviously the iconic um, LA club um, and it had all sorts. Whoopi Goldberg, Jim Carrey, Jay Leno, Robin Williams, Bill Burr. And it really was amazing because it was basically run by this matriarch called Mitzi Shaw, who actually died in 2018. And if you weren't in with Mitzi, she wasn't happy. Forget Forget about it. And, you know, it was, she was like the surrogate mother to many. And I have to say... There were some really dark bits in terms of there was quite a lot of suicide, really. I know. know, Men in comedy, Shirley, it happens. So um, it wasn't all ho, ho, ho. Could Um, she make or break your career? Yeah, she could. She could. And also there was this massive thing because she didn't pay any of her comedians. And sometimes, obviously, these comedians were bringing in, people were queuing around the block, figures of eight, and she was making so much money, not just off the bar, but obviously ticket sales. So there was a bit of a coup. It was really interesting. It was a slow burner, but I thought, you know what? F it. I am, you know, I've got a few days to kill. And so myself and my unwilling willing kicked back and really, really enjoyed it. It was also a very interesting episode about the podcast, um, talking about Joe Rogan's podcast. Everyone's and, always talking about Joe Rogan's yeah. podcast. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. There weren't as many women as I would have liked. The ones that were on were punching good. Roseanne Barr was a big one. She was on there. Louis C.K. was on there. He spoke about, you know, everything. It's, it was really, really good. It's definitely worth a watch, Shirley. It's definitely okay. worth Okay, I'm going to pen that watch. one down. Have you seen anything worth watching that you can recommend? Well, I can recommend something because I do watch a lot of stuff. I think, mm, I don't know that I can recommend that, but this... Fargo, the TV series. So inspired by the 96 Coen Brothers film. Okay. It's an anthology, black comedy crime TV series. Go straight in. I think there's four series. Go straight in at series two because it's an anthology. They're standalone stories. Um, you mean Miss series one? 
no, no, but, but it's an anthology, so it doesn't matter. They're standalone okay. stories. Okay. Um, I, I said that for the benefit of you, and then she goes, what do you mean? Then you miss out on the series, Susan. What? Just I've never known anyone to say miss out on series one. Well, because because they're standalone seasons. I understand what you're saying, Shireen. Sure. I'm just saying sometimes it's nice to get into the groove of it a bit. But it's a completely different story, so it, they're self-contained stories. So if, if, the, if the critics are saying go in, season two won all the awards. And I didn't realise to... the critics were saying that. I thought mm. Joanna Caroline was saying that. No, no, they say just like, this, okay. this was the standout the season. the critics are saying it, Shirley, I'll go straight to series two. No questions I'll asked. I'll go straight to series two. And I may visit series one, but it doesn't really matter which order you watch them in because, as I said before, they're all standalone. It's an anthology. Um, anyway, really, I'll say really... it again and I've said it before. It's an anthology. It's a standalone. So... That is really one to watch. It's it just beautifully shot. It's uh, it's um, period seventies, but my gosh, the the direction is beautiful. So Noah Hawley has written it, created it, and has directed it. Good for them. Good for them. Um, that and I know I've spoken to you about about this to you before, but the no- Norwegian rom com on Netflix. Oh yes, um, which I, I actually recommended to my mother today, so I'm sure she'll just bosh through that this evening. Oh, What's she it will. called it's again? Hejem Tiljul which is um, Home for Christmas, home for, for those Christmas, of you who don't it. speak Norwegian. So I just think just you and me. It's very easy watching, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's very fun, easy isn't watching. it? It's escapism. It's fun. It made me want to go to Norway, actually. Oh, that snow. All, the, all those the fjords. Snow. Yeah, just, I just enjoy their interiors. I enjoyed all of her knitwear. So you it's know, basically, it's in short, it's just, it follows, the, uh, follows um, Elise Broch, who is extremely watchable and easy on the eye and just so likeable. Usually, if, if the British made something like that, we'd have someone a bit more left of field as a lead, wouldn't we? They'd be, they'd, they'd, they'd be a bit more flawed. Yeah. No, she's just so beautiful and so well, lovely. Well, I think we'd, we have, exactly, to... we'd have Bridget Jones, wouldn't we? That's who we'd have. Well, that's the film equivalent. Actually, we'd have someone more like um, Rasheen Connolly, you know, someone who is... Oh uh, yeah, you know Roisin, what I mean? Roisin McCall, yeah, yeah. And if you think about it, Bridget, when she got that first role before all the work, was a bit more of a girl next door, bit bumbly, bit you know, wasn't a perfect size ten. She was a bit more real. I know now yeah. you don't recognise her, um, but but that it was interesting actually because it's actually really lovely to watch someone. You talk about Renee Zellweger, who now looks like uh, you know Mick Jagger's been put through the microwave. Yeah, bless her though, because apparently she's very nice. But yeah, I can't believe what she's done I'm to her face. Absolutely unrecognisable. Amazing. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. It's just a different person. It's also a very pleasant person, but just different. Um, different. Yeah, so, and I just thought, actually, it's quite nice watching someone that's um, just so lovely, just so easy on the eye. She's delicious. Yeah, yeah she was lovely. So um, that's what I'd recommend. Have, I, and you know what? You recommend it to me, and I'm enjoying very much. It's light relief from what's going on out there. Light relief, I tell you. <laughs> Um, how about Itty Bitty Titty Committee? Have you watched that? Itty Bitty Titty Committee? It sounds like something yeah. we've come up with. Well, exactly. It's a feminist lesbian comedy. Oh, of set in 2007. It is. It's very, very funny. Oh, I'm writing this re- down. Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Itty Bitty Titty Committee. But now there's a Chris Whitty Titty Committee. Oh, stop it. Apparently, there are lots of women out there who have the hots for him. And you know what? I can see why. You know, not that he's my style, but he, you know, you could, he just gets up there, you know. Hang on, who is this? Who is suits. this? Chris, Chris Whitty. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Right, okay. He worked over Christmas in the hospitals. He's obviously just such a good, intelligent, decent man. And is he the, the fact one? That is he the BJ one? BJ always the, goes to him. He's the, is he the one where, when um, BJ gave his conference just before Christmas to say, "You're having a Christmas. You're not having a Christmas." Um, 
and uh, a lady came in and said I've lost two members of my family to COVID and then went on to say say something and he just sort of dismissed the fact that she he she'd lost family members and then Chris Whitty said can I just say my condolences I'm very sorry to hear about your family members and then answered the question and just thought gosh BJ needs to have a few lessons in etiquette, doesn't he? Yeah, I I didn't see that particular bit, but I can imagine it probably was Chris Whitty because he is such a good guy. I mean, and if he's really the backbone of that those conferences. He wasn't on today, sadly. I did miss him. But anyway, there's a Chris Whitty titty committee. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Looking um, forward to tier five. Looking forward to tier wait, five. Can't wait for tier five. I think I'm already in tier five. I think I behave. I am. It can't yeah. get any. What's it get? You're not allowed out at all. And then I'm in tier five. The worst thing is, as I was saying, complaining to you earlier today, Shirley, you go out for a walk and you come back and you're so cold to the bone that you actually think that you've given yourself something. That's that you convince yourself. And it takes, what, three hours to thaw out? Much you longer. Know, I've still got... Uh, it's it's horrible. Yeah. yeah, it's really not fun. It's really not fun. But of course you need the exercise. And, uh, you know, it's it's important that you get out, take some fresh air, as it were. Oh, and of course the, the, kids, the kids go mad. They go mad. You have to take them out. You know, activities for kids, I don't know how many mm. of our listeners have kids our age, we've got um, two-year-old boys, but things that my son has really responded to this Yuletide is, you know, and I'm t- talking about objet trouvé around the house, of course he's got all his overpriced gifts that he just sort of discards every five minutes, but um, an old uh, shoebox, you make a letterbox, you know, cut out a letterbox, and all your old junk mail or Christmas cards, they post it. And they take it out and they repost it and call it a post box and you can even decorate it. Wow. Hours That's a good idea. That. And it's just with shit you find around the house. Equally with all the wrapping and all the cardboard. I know we've probably uh, disposed of it by now, but you cut out shapes like gingerbread men, stars and everything. They just decorate it with bits of shit you've got in the house. Stick it on, colouring, and you can hang it up. They love. Very good idea, Shirley. I'll try that tomorrow. And hide and seek. There we are. Those, are, those have been firm favourites. What's been your winner winner? Crikey! Um, you must have one. You can't go searching. No, no, search no, no, no. for the hero inside yourself. No, no, no. I, do you know what? I'm really embarrassed to say it. But I have to say, it. I completely forgot that we do that item. Completely forgot. Well, think haven't got it. it. A dead duck. I'm sure you can come up with a dead duck. <laughs> Where do we start, Shirley? I knew it. Ducks? I knew it. Do you know what? Christmas Day was a bit of a dead duck for me. Isn't that sad? Because you didn't go to Devon. No, it just highlights. For me, I know, for me, Christmas Day highlights what I haven't got, not what I have, which is a bit Mm. sad. Like every other day, I'm grateful for what I have, but Christmas Day always highlights what I don't have. So I find it, so up until sort of, I I get a personality sort of post-lunch, but up until then, I find it quite sad, actually. Do you? I do, I do. I find it, the whole situation sad in our country. I find those people who can't be with you for whatever reasons, I find it all quite sad. So I would say that Christmas Day is my dead duck. And my winner winner has to be that. She made herself cry. She's made herself cry. And all I was thinking as you were saying that, I thought, oh, that's really sad. And I thought about the time that you were over at my parents' house and you just flashed your tits at my dad all day long. And you were just thinking tequilas. And then you slept with my my, 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 my parents' lodger. He he was Ecuadorian and 18. And I was a a lot older than that. So, so embarrassed. Anyway. It was sadly it was your grandfather who's no longer with us. I was flashing him with my size. Yeah, he enjoyed it actually, to be honest. But yes, yeah, see, but that's an example of me getting absolutely drunk, blind drunk, yeah. so I don't need to think about anything. But um, I would have to say that the winner winner has to be that that ham. 
just oh good yeah, all right Baham. Baham is my winner winner uh, i haven't got any others how about you winner winner my winner winner um oh dolly parton i'm always a fan well, no, we've spoken about her before, but the thing is, my um, unwilling willing bought my son uh, the Dolly Parton book, and he loves it, Parton, and then listens to Jolene every day. So oh, Dolly nice. Parton is a real winner winner in the house, um, and the dead duck is the fact that he's not napping. But how long has yours not been napping for? I mean, I wouldn't always. Some people have, you know, some people really have a regime. I mean, it just he just refuses to nap at all and it's fine because you know i what i used to be able to do is put him in his cot and then have some downtime but um no not even so the no nap is a bit of a bugger i mean i don't mind it sort of one you know if he didn't doesn't nap but to never to never nap is annoying yeah well i've got that situation but don't you find because mine hasn't napped now for over three weeks in the day mm, this is yeah. so boring for people who don't have yeah. children but <laughs> what does happen is that he now goes instead of pissing about for an hour upstairs he just six thirty take him through like that i don't even need to gone yeah no, like we still get we still get the tears and the one more book and one more this and one more that that's the i mean yeah it doesn't take you him have as to long get but the rest still, still a lot of business it has to yeah. make up somewhere the time if you don't get it in the day and i used to love those two hours just staring at my vulva but you know if you don't get it at the end of the day then what the hell is this you know what is what this? the hell is this absolutely <laughs> but what is good he does sleep he does sleep until eight o'clock in the morning so that is quite good which means we can sleep until eight o'clock in the morning Nice. Um, we're up at four. In fact, my wedding partner's up at four and I'm up at 4.15. The other day you said to me, oh my God, we had a line yesterday, 5.30. And I thought, no. gosh, she's not even joking. I've been told I'm not allowed to wake up at four tomorrow because it's our holiday. So um, I'm working late 4.45. Yeah, 5.15. What time does your one get up, your baby one? Baby one gets up at sort of 6.30. So he does 12 hours. 6.30 is still too early We're up, no, but we're up and we need him. Now we need to get into action because breakfast by 7 and we're out of the house 7.30. You know, breakfast so. by 7, even on the holiday. That is a holiday. That's the breakfast holiday right there, 7. He demands eggs and every He demands eggs every morning. And he I knows do, exactly, I he do knows, pancakes every day now. He, he loves banana his... Banana pancakes. Oh, we must exchange recipes. He loves Mine's so easy. Mine's so easy. It's one banana, one egg, a dribble of milk... Um, a dribble of vanilla extract, whip, 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 in, does two, with butter. We don't do butter, we don't do milk, we don't do egg, and we do fake bananas in our house. <laughs> Is that what you were about to say? I can Such tell you're judging a... me with those eyes. No, I'm not judging you at all, fake bananas. <laughs> Gosh, who, does anyone eat real bananas these days? Come on. Um, no, no, I'll save my recipe for another time, you just take the piss. Um, but no, he's a massive. Fa- he is a massive fan of the pancake. He t- he takes four, we take two each, and the willing partner gets two pans on, and she flips it. I mean, they're really uh, cast iron pans and Dutch and pans. She oh, I've triple seen flips. Them. I need both hands, and he loves it. He guffaws. But no, he now he he either Sweet. wants potted eggs that get done in the oven, or he likes his boiled eggs that he gets his special egg cut. I get like- so scared for him when he. So am the I. House. I'm really scared when he goes to visit his pen pal in La Rochelle. I am so scared for him. He's going. There's going to be a lot of tears from all three of you. Good luck to thee and thine. I oh, know, wow. but today he asked for scrambled, and then he Potted likes smoked eggs salmon. in the oven. I know, Lord he, Fontaroy. Absolutely, he's called Fontalface. That's what we call him for short. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared, but you encourage it. You know, you encourage it, and your winning partner's even worse. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.
It's New Year's Eve imminently and I'm going to be at home. What are you going to be at doing? <laughs> What are you going to be doing? I'm always at home. What am I doing? We've ordered in a sort of banquet feast from the local town. Of course you have. (laughs) Of course you have. And they do special cocktails and they make a nice thing. Anyway, and also the winning partner got me because she doesn't eat them. She got me in oysters. And this is not what I'm eating at the moment. She got me in every type of cheese, which I'm just not eating dairy at the moment. But I have to put on a brave smile and go, oh, yummy. And so I've got a lot of food to get through on on New Year's Eve. and, And she said, I've... Um, girls are doing a delivery of all your gluten-free favourites and I'm just like I, you know I, I, my heart rate's so increasing sweet. oh she knows she always tries to make it so that she gets sad you know she makes such an effort and then I'm just walking around like a Grinch but I said I said New Year's Eve I'm always happy on New Year's Eve because it's fresh I know. it's new, I just a want, new start I want to dance on tables with my knickers off that's all I want let's to do let's do a Zoom let's make that happen let's do a Zoom you've seen it before you'll see it again <laughs> nothing new there flash but you know it. what I mean I'll <laughs> you know flash you I mean? my outfit no Oh, you know, I'm just desperate. I'm just desperate to dance on the table to Grace Jones and then pass out in a stupor on the sofa. But no, it's not going to happen, is it? I'll probably pass out before watching Jules Holland and I'll wake up. This is what I've been doing. Passing out 10.30 on the sofa, waking up midnight, going to bed and then reading for an hour and a half. It's not so bad. It's quite nice. No, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Okay. Okay, it's enough. All right. Thank you, Shelley. Um, yeah. Thank you Huge thank you to Mabel Productions. And thank you guys, um, if you're still listening yeah. and tuning in, we really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't um, sort of rated us, please do, but only if it's five stars, I'll have to make that very, very clear. No. And um, do follow us on our um, Instagram, the two shows. Do, and yes, here, here, just to echo the wife, we here, would here. like to thank you. This is our, what, 30th episode? No, 30, 40th. 40th. 40th, yeah. oh my 40th. gosh. And um, no, 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 it's, it's really been... Um, it really means a lot to us this year to have been able to get to this microphone in difficult times. And um, it's been a respite. It's been a reason to come together. And the fact that you're still listening really, really does make us happy. So thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Huge thanks. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. ta ra You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Bye.